0: Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the Third Eye Sives podcast. (laughs) This is a podcast, as you can tell. This is a podcast where we, where we talk about, first and foremost, self-realization. That realization that the self is not only far beyond what we thought it was, But it is one with everything else in this entire existence, really. To the most fundamental nature. We also talk about things on personal development, spiritual growth, esoteric knowledge, conspiracy theories, law of attraction, manifestation, becoming our greatest versions. Anything and everything spiritual in and out of this world and a bunch of other things to help you realize your truest potential, your truest nature. I am your host. My name is Natalia. It's very weird to say that because it just is. (laughs) So yes, and I, what do I do? I am your guide. I am your guide on this spiritual journey. Because I am also on this spiritual journey. And maybe you just started off. I've been on this for a few years now. So I may know some things that you may not. But the truth is, we don't really know anything. And that is, I think, the key to coming to terms with... I don't want to say the reality of this universe. But sort of with the way the things work. This reality is very controversial. Um, Contradictory, I mean. And, I mean, it it is controversial too, honestly, but contradictory is, is what it is. And we touch on things like that, but for today's episode, we are in season four, episode four, and this episode is going to be about changing your relationship with money. And this is far beyond talking about manifestation and law of attraction. I mean, yes, this is a very big part of it. But this this can go for anybody. Anybody who's not trying to create anything, but with that with me saying anybody not trying to create anything, you are constantly creating. So, whether you're aware of it or not, you are manifesting. And I, in this episode, I'm going to explain to you how changing this slight thing in your life can help bring more abundance into your life. So, with that being said, welcome to Third Eye Siphs. This is a podcast, baby. Third Eye Siphs. Third Eye Siphs. Okay, that was odd. <laughs> technical glitch. Technical hitch. Do you guys listen to EDM? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Techn- Wait, is that his name? I think it is Technical Hitch, yeah. He does a super sick song that I um, I found. I think from Dakota of Earth's pod podcast. I don't know if it was a podcast or an end of one of his YouTube videos. And... It ended with a technical hitch song, I think, and it was super sick. So, anyways, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you? Hi, <laughs> how are you? I hope you are well. It is, it is Friday today. It is 5.52 a.m., and I am here with you, and I'm so happy you are here. I hope that are taking care of yourself, if you are or have been a listener for a while now, then you would know we used to have a self-care checklist in the beginning of this podcast, but it was taking up so much of our time going through this checklist every single episode that I just decided to cut it right out of The podcast, but you can still get this checklist if you go to, well, if you go to anything really. So if you go to my website, my website's thewritingsofnatalia.com, and you click join, you will get sent the self care checklist. And if you go to my Instagram link, my personal Instagram is nataliaofearth. And if you go to the first link in my bio, it says get your free self-care checklist. You click that and you get this self-care checklist. So easy, right? So easy. So if you guys think you're not checking in with yourselves daily or maybe even weekly, think that this self-care checklist can help you because it's very, it's actually very important, guys. I, I fell recently. Okay. Well, I fell. I skateboarded. And I fell a few weeks ago. I want to say about two, two weeks ago. Two to three weeks ago. It feels like two to three weeks ago, but it may have just been two. And I fell on my knee the same knee that I fell on a few months ago, I believe. And I took it took such a long time to heal. And I fell on that same knee a few weeks ago. And it has been finally healing, okay? We're in like week three or whatever. And I fell again yesterday on the same exact spot where it, like, literally took the entire healing process off of my leg. (laughs) So I feel like I'm back to square one. But immediately, recently, this past week, I juiced on Sunday, right? So I juiced a bunch of fruits and vegetables uh, so I could have juices throughout the week. And I haven't juiced for myself in a little bit. So I've just been drinking a lot of juice this past week, and this time, well, I fell yesterday, and blood immediately started rushing off. If you follow me on Instagram, you would have saw my Instagram story. I posted it. I only posted it because I posted the first time I fell a few weeks ago, and just to show, like, the two scars next to each other, and I was really upset about that one, but, uh, I mean, I was pretty upset yesterday just because I I, I was almost done, and uh, yeah, so I posted on my story, if you would to saw it, blood immediately started pouring down as soon as I fell, and as soon as I fell, and I felt it, the floor hit my knee, I was like, no, I screamed no, somebody was walking their dog, I didn't even look at them, because I was so concerned with what had happened, but I'm sure they must have been like, what the hell, they probably saw me fall, hear me scream no, and then I kind of just like limped to the side of... The road, uh, it was a, yeah. Well, it was a road. It was a street, and then there were sidewalks on both sides. So I, I went to the sidewalk, and there was some grass there. So I sat down and started. Thank God I had napkins on me, honestly, because I would have been literally dripping blood walking the rest of the way home. Anyways, it when I was cleaning it, it seemed like it started clotting already, which was sh- strange because I've never seen that before, and. It started like it started like, like I want to say clotting, like just stopping itself. And I thought maybe it was because I've been drinking juice or something. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, The first time I fell a few weeks ago, it didn't start dripping blood. It was just, I think it may have, but it was kind of just in shock at that point. I think this time it just scraped off the entire scab or something, so it started dripping blood. I don't really know, but that thought it was pretty strange, and yeah, it doesn't, I didn't really hit my knee where it's, it hurts, and it's bruised. It's just the scab part that hurts, so I'm kind of glad about that, because the last time I fell, it was probably like a big knot on my knee, but enough of me falling. I, my point of me saying that was that I, maybe it was because I drank juice I don't know <laughs> but there are fr- there's veggies on that list on that checklist and drinking water I've been trying to drink a lot of water too so I don't know I think these things are important when we put when we put the effort into them there's a lot of good things on there too that I should probably review myself since I've had a very I don't want to say stressful week because it hasn't been stressful maybe my body is taking it as stress but it's just been very busy at my job. I work at a yoga studio and we just reopened for in-person classes, so it's been it's been quite a ride just because we don't have too many employees at the moment and it's mostly me and the owner doing the work. So, it's a lot of things to do. But being grateful for this amazing opportunity, being grateful for anything, I it's funny because my boss, she always says, you know, staying grateful, remaining grateful in any situation, right? That's kind of like her thing. And when I fell yesterday, <laughs> I'm sitting on the sidewalk, cleaning my blood with like the napkins I have stashed in my bag. I'm like, no, it's okay. Staying grateful, remaining grateful that it wasn't worse. I can, st- I'm still alive and yeah, I have the opportunity to skateboard and do these things, but I really hope to get a bike soon, even though I love skating so much. I just, I've had enough of it for a little bit. I feel like I've been falling to learn a lesson. Like, I think there's a lesson that needs to be learned there, and I don't know if it's my boyfriend. <laughs> when I told that to my boyfriend, he told me, D- No, don't take it personal, but I take everything personal, okay? I take, it. if you guys know me, I take everything as a sign from the universe. If there are repeating patterns and things happening in your life, I feel like there's there needs to be something worked out there. So I don't know what it is. Maybe I need to buy knee pads. I think that would be more useful. My boss made me get a helmet, but I think the knee pads are more important since they keep getting destroyed. So anyways, that's enough of my little tidbit of the day. I I do hope you guys are well. So if you get that checklist and you check in with yourself, you may be seeing where you're lacking or where you're doing good at and you can give yourself a high five. I have these little high five notes or something that it's like high five and then it gives you options like what did you do? I actually have one here. Hold on. Let's see. High five. You put who it's to, who it's from, the date and the time. And then it says you, one, look good, made me look good, took one for the team, knew the answer, got away with it. Like different things that you can choose to give a high five to someone for and then you can leave notes on the bottom that says oh yeah and and then you just write something and then you get three options way to go keep it up don't leave me hanging like you kind of don't leave me hanging like you gotta give them a high five back what the heck <laughs> this is be my first time reading that okay so getting into this episode That, that, blah. (laughs) I was gonna say that is what we're gonna be talking about, and that's not what we're gonna be talking about, but I was referencing to what I had mentioned earlier about changing our relationship with money now before we do that as you guys may know i do a weekly card reading on this podcast and lucky for us i pulled three cards no i'm joking well i did pull three cards from but from three different decks but don't worry two of them one of them's from the affirmation deck and the other is just a focus word so no need to get overwhelmed our card reading the card that i pulled is from the energy oracle card deck by sandra ann taylor and the card that we received is the sun card but in reverse. Now, I thought it was very strange that we got the sun card only because I was listening to a podcast yesterday on my way home and they were talking about that the the sun in tarot decks, I believe, or like sort of in those alchemy photos that you see or the occult art. There is this sun and that sun They mentioned that there is... What did they say? There's nothing under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. There you go. Because anything that's under the sun, anything... It comes with nature. It came with this universe. There is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new that has arose under the sun since the sun has existed. Because anything that is... Here and present has always existed so that is that that was sort of that and i was listening to that and learning about that and then we received that the sun card so i thought that was pretty odd there's some correlation there now i am still feeling if you guys listen to last week's episode and i mentioned the monthly card reading that i do on my igtv The theme of this month of July is fire, uh, high driven action, passion, doing things, getting things done right. A lot happening. And last week's card reading reflected that as well, that fire energy. So we had a lot of this, a lot of that this past week. Now, moving into this next week, we still have that fire going because we're still in this month of July, of course. So that could be a part of why we have reached um, how we have not reached but received i mean this sun card so the sun card usually means beginnings and great creativity but with it in reverse there's sort of some there's some sort of blockage going on here so it could be a creative project that you may be feeling blocked from at this time or you could be feeling your own creativity being stifled in some way now these challenges could be imposed from our outer sources, or they could be actually coming from within. So depending on your circumstances outside, maybe it's your job, maybe it's your family, maybe there's too many things just going on in your life that is stopping you from exercising your creative energy. Or it could just be you, maybe you're, you're having some sort of self doubt, or fear about something what this card is saying is that it's time for you to let go of that and be willing to take a risk no matter what is happening in your outside circumstance or your internal circumstance i guess you could say so This card could also indicate a period of time when you find yourself living in the darkness of confusion, lack of direction, or even depression. So maybe you're feeling this fire, but you don't know where to direct it. That can leave you feeling confused or like you have a lack of direction and even cause you to become anxious or depressed. So in that case, this is saying to take back your power and take back emotional control of your life stop focusing on the negative the clouds like the sun the light of your soul shines no matter what difficulty or darkness may be clouding the horizon that light within you is literally always in you it is your truest nature so it's up to you to decide if you want to inhabit that and use it to your benefit and Embody that internal fire that you have within you. Your power and light are always present, able to bring healing and renewal through strong self-directed choices in any situation. Now, let your creativity come forth and know that you deserve to shine. And know that you deserve to shine. Now, this card comes with an affirmation we will do another one, but if you want to repeat this with me, it is, I open my heart and life to the creative inspiration of divine love. I open my heart and life to the creative inspiration of divine love. I choose to create happiness in every new day. I choose to create happiness in every new day. (laughs) The song's intense, right, guys? It's like... (gasps) It's okay. It's okay. We're in it. We're in it, guys. We're in it. We're doing this. Okay, so the next card that I pulled is from the universe has your back deck from Gabrielle Bernstein and I love this card deck now our affirmation to support us during this time of renewing our creativity and fueling that fire within is that there is nothing sexier than my authentic truth there is nothing sexier than my authentic truth and what is your authentic truth your truest self, not only is that God consciousness, but that is you embodying your fullest nature, that creativity, that inspiration, that will, that drive that you have within you. Now, lastly, the card that I pulled is from the blessings card. I don't, I don't have the, the box with me. I don't know who did these little cards, but they are amazing. And the focus word is touch. Now, the color for this card is an orangey-red touch, so this has to do with sensuality and sexuality, creativity, interaction with the senses, touch, right? So, we can see this theme of fire, that fire, that will, that creative burn is also sexual energy, right? So that's this is kind of why these two supporting cards, there's nothing sexier than my authentic truth, and the touch card has a lot of sexual energy to it because we have this creative energy going. So this creative energy is your authentic truth. This sexual energy is your authentic truth. And this focus word touch means to get creative with this feeling. So maybe... This fire, this creative fire that you're having within can be, I don't want to say, not sedated, but kind of tended to through things that involve touch through this sense. So maybe you are crafting with your hands, maybe you are doing Reiki, May- whatever it is involves touching or doing things with your hands or doing things with your body, exercising, dancing, Feeling, maybe this is coming into yourself. Maybe you have like a little sexual kind of uh, experience with yourself, meaning like touching yourself, not touching yourself like masturbating. I don't mean that, um, but I, <laughs> but I mean like touching your skin, getting involved with your body, being grateful for your body. A thing to do with this is, I believe it's pronounced abuganda, and I think that's how you say. It. Where's my phone? Abhyaganda, and that is self-massage so you take your favorite oil you can mix an essential oil with like an almond oil or uh, coconut oil anything and you massage every little part of your body and you give attention to everything on your body let me see Abhyagan... I think that's how you spell it or say it oh I got ashwagandha not ashwagandha Self massage. Abhyaganda. 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 Self massage. So there's a certain way to do it because of the way energy moves in our body. So you have to massage in a certain direction so that you're moving in flow with the direction of the energy in your body. So just look up Abhyaganda. Self massage. Abhyaganda. Ayurveda self-massage and there's videos on YouTube on how to do that and a bunch of other things I'm watching my little CPU and disk uh, monitor attempt to spike on us during this podcast so hopefully um hopefully we don't get cut off or anything like that I'm looking forward to a new laptop very soon. I'm investing in a MacBook Pro so that I can just record this podcast, okay, guys? Literally, like, I'm so done with... I don't want to say that to my laptop because then it's going to be like, oh, you're done? I'm done. And then it just stops. And then that won't be good. So, no, but I... It's just... I think we could get so much more done um, with... with that, but... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, guys. So, getting into this week's episode, yes, we are talking about changing your relationship with money. So, first off, why is this important? Well, the reason why we want to change our relationship with money is because we see, a lot of us, and I'm not saying all of us, a lot of us may see money as... I don't want to say the enemy, some may see money as the enemy. And that is one thing that would need to be changed. Another thing that another way we may see money as is sort of a material possession that we need to obtain. Um, There's many different viewpoints of money that people may have. And I kind of I kind I kind of I, I kind of want to bring this perspective to your mind just because there are many perspectives on this and I just want to add a new one to you and see if it you know um uh, resonates with you and we'll we'll see what happens from there and my main point of doing this is to bring more success into your life and more opportunity and when you change your viewpoint on money and you see it in a more positive way and not, I don't even want to say a positive way more in a neutral way then we can use not use money to our benefit but use the obtaining of money to our benefit and um, the the retaining of it in our lives keeping it there okay anyways kind of kind of dozing out no i'm not dozing not dozing out guys we we hit 612 i'm trying to be awake okay trying <laughs> trying <laughs> trying no okay so yes i think that's why it is very important just because we need, to see, we need to see everything in a neutral standpoint, honestly. And money is such an important part of our lives, whether we personally care for it or not. It is something that sort of rules this world, this reality. And we're going to talk about why it does and how we can change our relationship with it. So, money. What is money? I want to say, and you may hear this from many other people, People who speak on subjects such as these is that money is energy and everything is energy, really. Everything is energy. And the way money is used in this reality, it's definitely energy, just because, well, I mean, it's definitely energy, anyways, but the way we exchange it for things, the way we put it as one of the main things in our lives just shows how strong of an energy that it actually has now not only is money energy but money is the the meaning that you put behind it so money will serve you if you feel that it serves you money will go against you if you feel it's going against you money is whatever meaning you put behind it right so if we change our viewpoint of money as energy, as energy exchange, then we can learn how to manage our own personal energy, our time, and how to create more of this energy, more of this money energy into our lives. So money is energy. Why does it rule our world? Well, I want to say mainly because it's kind of forced upon us in a way, and even if it wasn't forced upon us, and by that I mean like once we're born, it's already like we know, okay, we have to. I, I mean, not when we're babies, are like, okay, we gotta me- get money. Like not like that at all. But I'm saying, it's just something that has been embedded us, be- embedded in, in us since. Small since a young age, since we were kids. They're like, okay, yeah, you got to get a good job, so you get a lot of money, and then blah, 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 you get a house or whatever. Um, so it's kind of something that has been going on forever. And at first, money, if you guys may know how, like, the bill started just cu- sort of as, like, an IOU, and it kind of just turned into this whole thing But originally, originally before any of that, it was used to exchange goods. I mean, we use it now to exchange goods, but before we had those bills, we would exchange goods for other goods or we'd exchange services for goods, goods for services, um, for people's time, energy. It's whatever it is, it's an exchange, right? That energetical exchange was always happening since civilization since civilization started just because that's i mean i think it's a good way to run a civilization i mean not with the whole idea of ious and all of that but i mean exchanging things for other things i think that is a really good way to run civilization an ideal one in my Opinion. I hate having opinions, but I think a good way to. Like, an ideal way of having, like, this little. I don't want to say community, because I mean, I say community because I think that there are, like, self sustainable communities doing this. So that's why. That's what made me say community, because that's what I'm thinking of. But if we just exchange goods for goods and services for services, then I think we would be. I mean, money wouldn't be. So much of a priority Would be seen more as energy It would be seen more as Exchanging your time and your energy And things like that so Like imagine if you could just go to the Supermarket And well I, I feel like there's too many people for that I don't know I think there would have to be there would have to be a whole new system implemented honestly like me saying that and like it sounds simple right but there would have to be a whole new system implemented because we can't just go to the supermarket and then what we like how do we exchange services or goods there I mean we could go to the supermarket and we bring like fruits or vegetables or any kind of crop herbs medicine anything we bring that with us that we have and we exchange it for groceries, let's say, or we exchange one medicine for another medicine, or something like that, maybe. I don't know. What I I haven't thought it out like that yet. But I think that I'm sure it's something that could be... There's not like, there, no, there's no way. Like, there has to be bills. Like, no, I think that there, there has to be some other sort of way. But either way, my point is that It all started with energy exchange and it is still energy exchange. So the only difference now is that we have these bills and the more bills that we have the more things we can buy and the more things we can do the more successful image we'll have and it became the sort of how do you say like oh my gosh, what's the word? It became some sort of identity. It became some sort of thing to be prideful of, and this is the our our job here, guys, well my job here. To you guys Is to help you see things In the most neutral perspective As possible So when we see money As energy Money can be used Against us Energetically And it can be used For us energetically So People can be using it Against us Let's say The media Our local Geo Okay I don't want to say geo Um B Not the letter B But it rhymes with B Uh What's the word I used before It was What was the word I used before? Oh, the freak. What is it called? My boyfriend came up with the word. It's like his brand name. or it's like, yeah. Um, Something mafia. World Bank mafia. There you go. As soon as I said mafia, the World Bank mafia. Exactly. It's in the word World Bank mafia. Like, why do they want this to become such a thing? For us why are they using it? Because they want it. They want ours. That's why they're they're the bank, okay? They want our money. If money equals energy, they want our energy. If we put money as our main source of energy, our primary energy, that's what they want. They want no, they want all of our energy even if money wasn't even our primary energy. But since they are a bank and we put money as our main energy, then we are allowing them, them to take more of our energy, if that makes sense. So the first thing we need to do is look at money as energy, okay? And it could be used against us. It could be used for us. We can use it against us. So we can use it against our own selves and we can use it for our ourselves. So know that money is energy and money is the meaning you put behind it. Now, I want to say that me growing up, I did not grow up rich at all, okay? And by rich, I mean, like, money-wise money wealthy. And I, I didn't grow up very poor. I didn't grow up poor, really, I don't think. Um, but I grew up with the idea that we had to envy rich people, for the ability they had to do certain things, like go to freaking, like, Bali every week. I mean, Bali's pretty cheap. That was a bad example. Um, Go to, like, Paris and Morocco and the uh, Maldives and things like that. Like, that was always, I grew up envying that. Not because I personally envied it, but I heard my mom would envy it My family would just envy it, like, oh, like, when we would see, like, rich people do things or hear that they did them, like, oh, wow, like, good for them, or like, lucky they could do that. And I sort of grew up with this idea that I had to envy, not that I had to, but not thinking like, oh, I have to envy these people, but subconsciously, I envied them because of this mindset that I sort of grew up surrounded by. And... I'll get into what that does in a sec, but when I saw money for what it was, and I want to say back in, it, it was 2016 that I sort of went through this law of attraction manifestation super big phase because I realized that it actually works, it's actually a thing, and I was realizing how the laws of this reality works and how this law of attraction is absolutely a thing and how it's happening anyways and we can use it to our benefit to attain obtain the things that we want. And the thing that I wanted at that time was money. I wanted to be rich. I wanted to be wealthy. I wanted to be successful. And now, personally, I know that I will be, but at that time, it's not like me. I'm like, right now, I'm craving that. Like, I don't crave to be material materialistically wealthy. But at that time back in 2016 I did and I was using the law of attraction to create this sort of life for myself and I saw it being possible. And during that time is when I changed my relationship with money just because I knew that that's what you had to do in order to obtain that success. So of course, maybe back in 2016, I could have been, I could have been rich if I put in the effort, but that was sort of my little mess up there with Law of Attraction. If you listen to any of my Law of Attraction and Manifestation episodes, you would know that action is a very big part of this thing. And that was something that I was not implementing. I was implementing a little bit of it, but when it came to the making money part, I wasn't. So that was sort of what delayed me. But Now, personally, in my life, this is, what, I was 18 at the time, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. It's been five years since then. Wow, feels weird saying that. Five years since then. I don't even feel like that. Well, I kind of of feel like that. Not really, though. I don't know. Five years ago, I graduated from high school. That sounds crazy. If I went to college, guys, I would be in my... I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't I'd be a what... A junior? I don't, I don't know what that means. Uh, um, I'd be something. I probably have my freaking doctorates by now. I don't know. No, I think doctorates need like to be in school for a really long time. Either way, um, now I personally work with a lot of wealthy people. Okay, and I live in a very wealthy neighborhood, and yeah, I'm just constantly surrounded by wealth. And by doing that, and by Interacting with these wealthy people and working with them and speaking with them. There is no envy there, I would say, because there's nothing to envy only because I know that it is atta- obtainable. Why would I envy something that I can also have? Why would I envy them if they have something, what, because I don't have it currently? That doesn't mean that I can't obtain that that I can't be as wealthy as them so why should I envy them right so changing your perspective on this the way I did what this does is closes the gap between you and success and this is when the the law of attraction manifestation talk comes in because when you're trying to manifest let's say wealth There is no gap between you and wealth. The way it works is that we are in possibly every single reality possible. This is multi-world theory. This is multi-universe theory. This is parallel world theory. That there is a reality for every single possibility, infinite possibilities, everything, there's a reality for me saying this. There's a reality for me going blah, 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 blah. There's a reality for me going, there's everything. I mean, I, fuck, I'm i sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> I did all that right now, but what, I, what I'm trying to kind of say is that Like, let's say I didn't do those things. There's a reality where I didn't do those things just now. There's a reality where I'm not even doing this podcast right now. So for every single situation, there is a reality. And they all exist in the present moment. And in order for you to switch to the reality you prefer, let's say, being rich, then there's some things you need to do in this law of attraction. So this is closing that gap between you and that reality. And this is quantum leaping, supposedly, and this is what it's referred to. Well, that's what quantum leaping is referred to as, is quantum leaping into the reality that you prefer. And that reality in this case would be you being wealthy, right? You being rich. So there is no gap between you and being wealthy that's one thing that needs to be understood and as long as you have that envy in rich people or that envy in money or you see yourself as not being able to afford something or obtain something or never be able to go to that place or take a vacation or retire or do anything like that as long as you have some sort of doubt or that in your mind You are creating a gap between you and the reality that exists where you can afford those things, where you can go on those vacations and go to those places and buy those things that you want, and etc. Right? So, what needs to be done is close that gap. And in order to close that gap, you need to change your relationship with money. You need to see it not as your enemy and not as something that is working against you, but something that is neutral and can be used to your benefit. It's sort of... It's a tool, basically. And it's funny because I was listening the podcast that I was referring to um, that mentioned the sun. Guys, you have to check out this podcast if you listen to podcasts. It's called the Know Thyself Podcast. And I only listened to the first episode so far, and it was an intro to occultism where it talks about s- sort of briefly like what I mentioned with the sun and... Um, what the heck was I just talking about? Uh, um, anyways, it's a really good podcast, and it's 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 good. And I, I want to ask them to come on this podcast so we may have them as a guest. Hopefully, cross your fingers later in the season. So, anyways, I was listening to that podcast, and... Freak, why did I say, I can't even remember the second thing. Uh, Oh my gosh. Why did I say that? I hate when that happens. I always distract myself. And then I forget exactly what the heck I was talking about. So anyways, forgetting what that is, it'll come back to me uh, when it's meant to changing your relationship seeing it as neutral it's a tool there you go came back to me so they were talking about how occultism occult knowledge is not negative or positive but is used as a tool and you can use it negatively people use it negatively and they say that's what propaganda is that's what the media does they use these occult tactics to work against us, to manipulate us, to get us to do things that they want, right? They use it in media, in advertising, right? To trick us. This is, uh, this is the illusion, right? Um, so, the same thing goes for money. Money is neutral. It can be used against you and it could be used for you, right? So, when we see it as neutral, we have to see it as a tool, And we have to see it as a tool where we can use it to our benefit. So changing that idea that you have towards money, not seeing it as something that you need to work towards getting, seeing it as something that you have in this present moment because you do have it in this present moment. And you need to close that gap. So how do you do that? How do you close that gap? Well, first off, don't see it as something separate from you. Again, money is energy. You have energy. You are alive. You have energy. You have time to dedicate towards something. You can dedicate your time towards obtaining this ex- this energy exchange, right? So you it can exchange this energy that you have for money. Now, I'm not saying to work your ass off and then you're like, Oh, for like $10, you know what I mean? I'm saying use it to your benefit. So using as less, as much as less energy as possible on your end in exchange for money. And I, I want to say, and I mean that in physical energy terms, the amount of energy You give is the amount of energy you will receive back. It is an exchange. So depending on how dedicated you are in this exchange will determine how much money you get back. So think about what what am I putting my energy towards right now? Let's say your job, right? I put a lot of my physical energy into my day job. I put a lot of my mental energy into my day job. That comes back to me the same amount in in money. That comes back to me the same amount, and let let's say you say, uh, "What if I'm underpaid?" Right? Then I think you should get a new job. First of all, no. <laughs> well, yes, obviously, because your energy is valuable, and if you feel that the money that you are receiving back doesn't equal to the amount of energy you're giving there either needs to be a discussion there like asking for a raise or not even asking for a raise but saying hey I think I'm putting more energy in than I am receiving money back and then that can be something that's straightened out but if you see yourself putting in too much energy and not receiving enough back, there's probably something happening there where it's either not what you're supposed to be doing, there's something that you could be putting more energy towards that will give you a better outcome, or some things need to be changed around because there should be an equal exchange, right? Now, there could be a delay in things. Now, I put in a lot of energy in my job, but I feel money-wise that, I mean, I feel like no money can... A value onto how much energy I give into my job, but I think that I'm overdue for a raise. No, I am, but anyway, but anyways, what my point in saying that is that it's energy, energy is stored in the cosmos, okay? So, whether how much energy you're putting into things it's there. The universe knows. The the universe is watching you, okay? And it may come back to you in different ways. It doesn't even come, it may not always come back to you in money form. So it may come back to you in love. It may come back to you in relationships, in food, in um, opportunity, in something that you may value or may give you back your energy right so if you give a lot of energy and love into your relationships you should be receiving equal back just because that's a healthy relationship but i think there needs to be an equal exchange honestly and if you if you're not seeing an equal an e- exchange into the energy you're getting and giving and the money that you're getting see where else you are receiving things And also just review to see if things may not be working. Maybe this, talking about this, gives you a little wake-up call as to what is happening in your financial life or just in your energy fields. So closing the gap between you and wealth, you and success, is knowing that it exists here And now you need to close that gap by realizing that it's here now and it is obtainable closing that gap means not envying people who have more than you who can do more things than you who can just anything who can eat out all the time that's something that um not that I struggle with but I find myself like oh my gosh like my boyfriend, he just like could just eat out all the time. And like, I want to, I would love to, but I have bills to pay. And that's just, it's, it's something like I wish I could eat out because I don't like cooking, honestly. I think that's probably why I'm a little jealous because I don't like cooking. And some people are like, how do you not like cooking? How do you like cooking? <laughs> like, I just can't. Like, obviously I'm going to cook for myself, but I just, I just want to eat the food. Is that wrong? I don't know. Am I wrong for that? And I don't even really like eating so I don't know maybe I maybe I need to change my relationship with food that's probably my next thing not next thing to talk about on here but probably next thing I need to work on um, So yes in order to change your relationship with money first you need to see how you view how you view money do you view, view it negatively? do you view it positively? Another quick thing about that is that money, is not this materialistic object. Obviously, this bill is. But if that bill were to burn, it's nothing, okay? And the the idea of flexing money and buying all these things that are freaking useless, like, I mean, okay, a new pair of sneakers, if you have, like, crappy old sneakers, a new pair of sneakers not useless because you're going to use them. But if you have, like, 50 million pairs of, like, every single freaking Jordan ever and, like five cars and like it's completely freaking unnecessary honestly and that's just hoarding energy i want to say and it's not in flow it's not in flow with doubt it's not in flow with nature it's not in flow with the universe there should be equal exchange. The amount of energy you put into this universe is the amount of energy you should be receiving back. And if it's not, there is a blockage there and there needs to be something done. Now, if there is a blockage there, what do you do, right? Find First of all, pinpoint what it is. I can't really say exactly what it is because it may be different from for all of us. But find where the blockage is. So, for example, if... I I already did the job one. If you feel like you're putting more energy into your job than you're receiving back, and there's then there needs to be something worked out there between you and that receiver of the energy, which is or that giver of the energy, which is the money. So there needs to be something worked out such as a discussion with whoever pays you and with yourself thinking is it worth it? Where can I be Receiving more of this money back or more of this energy that will be in an equal exchange to the amount of energy I'm giving. So, for example, me, I put in a lot of energy towards anything, right? I put a lot of energy towards my job, I put a lot of energy towards this podcast, I don't want to say like weekly. I mean, like every day I'm putting energy towards the podcast specifically, but when I'm doing the podcast, like right now we're talking, I'm putting my energy towards this podcast. I'm giving you my energy. I'm giving you my time. Time can also be seen as energy, right? I'm giving you my time. I'm giving you my services. My services is to help you realize these things and help you close this gap, and change your relationship with money. So this is me giving my time and energy to you to help you. Now, what are you giving me? No, I'm joking. But it's it doesn't have to be an equal exchange between you and the object that it's being given to, but how much energy you're giving out and how much you're getting back in general. So me, by doing this podcast, I'm giving my energy, right? Some energy that I get back from doing this Is First off, you guys I get you guys, which is top notch Like the best thing I could get I get you in my inboxes I get you in my emails Asking for help and guidance And that in itself gives me back my energy Because listening to your stories and your life And trying to help you That is what I'm here to do And that gives me energy That replenishes me So first and foremost, you guys give me your energy. You give me your energy by listening to this podcast. Right now, you are dedicating your time and energy to me. It's an equal exchange. I am teaching you You are listening, right? And by you guys reaching out to me and giving me feedback, you are also giving me your energy. You're giving it back to me. And I appreciate that. (laughs) Another way is sponsorships. Anchor sponsors this podcast. So I get some sort of—I don't get a freaking lie. really don't I get, like, a, a penny per freaking podcast episode. Uh, but, but that is some sort of materialistic energy that I get back from doing this. And hopefully if—I don't want to say hopefully because not I'm saying that there's a possibility that it might not. Eventually, I mean to say, eventually when we have more sponsors on this podcast— there will be more of that materialistic exchange, right? So that that's an example, right? Um, what's another one? I don't even, I don't even know. Maybe food. You go to a restaurant, right? That chef is putting his energy towards giving you food, and you are giving him energy by taking the time out of your day to eat his food. This, I think, is a good example of that. So, with that being said just some key points here to refresh and to remember the first thing you need to do to change your relationship with money is to see how you view money right do you see it negatively do you see it positively or do you see it neutral I always say aim for neutral again money is a tool that can be used against you or for you you can use it we you want to use it for you okay change the meaning that you put towards money see it as this tool and something that can help you right Do not envy rich people like I have in the past. Do not see it separate from yourself. Do not go... Go... No, what I want you to do is go into these rich neighborhoods, be surrounded by wealthy people, wealthy restaurants, go to, like, Beverly Hills. If you live in L.A., go to, like, Beverly Hills and go to Louis Vuitton and Dolce Gabbana and all these places. I mean, yes, it's materialistic, but... This is something that that is, those material things are attainable by what money, right? So for the money aspect of it, be surrounded by these things and see it nothing separate from yourself. See it as something that is easy for you to obtain, that you have it now. Now, if being wealthy to you is completely different than materialism, so that's being surrounded by luscious nature right maybe it's being in hawaii it's being self-sustainable if that is being wealthy to you then be surrounded by those things maybe you can't go to hawaii but be surrounded by hawaii i before i came to california i was trying to manifest having my own apartment in la in los angeles and i surrounded myself you know what i did i used to watch Los Angeles walkthroughs on YouTube constantly. I would fall asleep watching them and watching them. It's literally people just walking through L.A. and just recording. They're not talking or anything. They're just showing the street, showing what's around, literally just walking around L.A. And I would watch that and envision myself walking the streets of L.A. I envisioned and visualized myself having my own apartment in L.A., all of these things eventually ended up happening so you need to close the gap between you and that thing because it is happening in this present moment and that's something that needs to be fully realized is that the thing that you want is here now the thing that you seek is here now in this present moment so i hope this got i hope this helps you guys Close that gap between you and what you crave, what you want, you and success, you and wealth and money and everything that you dream of, okay? Okay, guys. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I truly appreciate it. Again, you guys are the reason I do this and I am honored to be a part of your journey. I am honored that you trust me to teach you things, and to help guide you on this journey of yours, on this quest of yours. If you would love to further support me, please check out thewritingsofnatalia.com. It gives me some sort of reassurance that people are looking into the things that I am doing. I have a bunch of free audiobooks on the Explore page of my website. Again, the website is thewritingsofnatalia.com, and... I have a bunch of audiobooks on there. I have. What else do I have on there? I have some cool things on there. I have like visually pleasing videos. You can find like this hidden YouTube channel that I have. I have a bunch of like trippy playlists. It's a pretty sick website. I post blog posts every day. And if I don't post that day then I will post the next day crying about how I didn't post the day before and I also have a Instagram a business Instagram that shares all of my art and all of my writings and teachings that I try to help use to awaken you to your truest nature so that Instagram is the writings of Natalia and my personal Instagram is Natalia of Earth a lot of Natalia is going on so Give me a follow on either of those. I really appreciate it. And again, if you if you ever want personal consultations with me, guys, I do that too. All you have to do is go to my website, click Thrive, okay? And scroll to the bottom. You can book a session with me. You can even go to the Natalia of Earth bio link, like the link in my bio, and there's an option there. It's my link tree. It says book a session. You can book a session with me. You can book a one hour session with me or we can do multiple sessions, like sort of like a plan, like a treatment plan where we where I personally guide you through your journey, through things that may have be have been going on in your life. If you only want an hour session, we can do those, too. And we could just talk about some things. And maybe I can help you if you feel that I provide enough value and knowledge to you. So if you guys ever want that, that is there. I also do personal card readings. They're only twenty five dollars, guys. Come on. And yes, I would love to connect with every single one of you. So if you haven't already, get in my DMs, guys, or you can email me. My email is Natalia Lee at thewritingsofnatalia.com. Check out the website. Check out the blog. Check out my Instagram. And I hope to see you. Well, I don't hope to see you. I will not see you visually, but I will talk to you guys next week. Peace. This episode has been brought to you by the writings of Natalia.com. Jai Maa!